Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Okay, so 90 Day Diaries, season two, episode one. (laughs) So, okay, let me start off with the big picture about what I like about 90 Day Diaries is they're sort of bite-sized pieces of these people, right? I don't have to watch a whole like two-hour episode trying to stretch out something. It's like they just have this basically quarantine content right remember that quarantine show yes that's what this is but it's just like a bunch of them put together and put out on on um and it's it's a little bit more like they have them record certain things but i don't know like if they had a plan for all that footage right and then they kind of came up with this like 90 day diaries it's not really enough footage to make a length season for each of the couples mm-hmm. but it's like touch points so that you can kind of get a quick download on where they are and then it's right. not like um where are they now where it's kind of seemed like it was the end cap for them mm-hmm. even though with Corey and evelyn they're in another season anyway so mm-hmm. n- n- none of those rules fucking applied mm-hmm. um but it just from watching it it is a it's a very mixed up jumble of touch points on each of the couples right and they continue on so you'll see like their story kind of expand over the episodes just like 10 minutes worth and some people have like 30 minutes worth thing it just depends on how much footage they had on each one but it's not equal at all for airtime um in some episodes they aren't there so you know right so it's just sort of a mishmash random which which is kind of I, i don't know it seems easier to digest for me um So, uh, I don't know. So the first, the first episode starts with Tom. And so they do a quick recap of, okay, he, he talks about how he met Darcy on social media and then they, you know, met and it didn't work. And then they show some flashbacks to the scene where he meets her in a restaurant. One where he tells her he's fat, she's fat, but they don't replay that scene, but it's that scene um where he's basically saying he loves her like a sister and she was a whack job and what she wants isn't him so they do that recap and then he talks about how he's in love with this new girl mariah now we have seen her all over his social media um and uh she lives in las vegas and i guess you know they've she's traveled there to see him um several times because you know there's a lot of pictures of the two of them together in um england so she arrives in, um, I guess it's Valentine's Day. She arrives and 
he does this like romantic dinner for her at the house when he's dressed up in like a tuxedo and he's got all this stuff and he gives her this like fancy designer bag. And then, cause we know he likes the finer things. Even if he just pretends that he has the finer things, <laughs> you know? You, um, and then he gives her a book of poetry that he's written for her. Now I'm not a poetry person. Like if, if a guy gives me poems that he wrote, it's not, that's not like my love language but I recognize that it can be for some. She seems to dig it. What are your thoughts on Tom and Mariah as a couple, as their, like, their dinner? Like, what do you think? I think it's for show. You think? Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, we saw them. And it's just, it's not anything with Tom I don't care about. Okay. All right. Fair. That's a ter- that's a terrible. I don't care. No, no, that's <laughs> fine. I mean, <laughs> it, it seems like he's just trying to find replacements to like outstage Darcy each time, and it's like <laughs> it just funny. drives me nuts because the story is just him courting new people, and then in a, in about a month they're not going to be together, and he's going to be courting someone else. I just it, it's all for him to just put on the show that he's some like gentleman that has all the. I just I don't care for him and his story okay fair enough like i i used to hate tom but then i found like he's entertaining to me because of his pretentiousness his fakeness and for those of you guys who don't remember like we did a whole thing on if you search the hashtag on instagram tom brooks is a fraud you'll see all of the stolen instagram posts that he had which of course he's scrubbed since, but that was really funny for a couple of weeks where we we're all of you guys were finding his posts in somebody else, like somebody else's post. You're finding the the copied, like he posted stuff that was actually not his. And when there were you guys were finding the original content, and then we post, I posted them. Um, so those are all there if you search the hashtag Tom Brooks is a fraud. So that's like we started with seeing how he fake he is and how he just wants to put on this air of. I'm fancy and rich and all this stuff. And then he talked, I remember recently too, he posted what appeared to be like, oh, we're buying, we bought this house. When if you go and look it up, that's not, they didn't buy it. <laughs> so he does shit like that. So I find it entertaining um, in a like, sort of like, like I don't feel very deeply about him. Like I don't care. I don't have enough feeling to care, but I find some of it, the bullshit he spews to be mildly entertaining if that makes sense yeah i'm just i'm over it and for me it's the it's the reusing couples fatigue which is i knew what diaries was going to be yeah (laughs) but we already had like the bears all and i don't know i just continuously see him sitting in that same room right and just kind of like sliding different people around him like (laughs) like I don't know. I don't know why I visualize it that way, but it's just like, I'm like, I think he's just like, he just lives in that room in that suit in front of the fireplace and does not go anywhere. <laughs> just has random visitors come in. Oh, I'm dying. I'm like dying. episodes of Mr. Roger and shit. And it's just like, <laughs> today we have a visitor. It's my new girlfriend. Dark. I mean, um, <laughs> oh. isn't she lovely? <laughs> Oh, dying. I'm dying. Oh my God. Yes. Well, um, okay. So that's it. That's all we have on them. And he keeps insisting that like, she's amazing and, and going to be the person he's going to spend the right, who wants to spend the rest of his life with. And his sister's like, slow, slow your roll. But, um, 
like you said, I think you know a lot of the stuff is for show. So we'll see what I guess <laughs> who he trots out next, what he does. Um, Molly. So we see Molly, and a um, little bit recap of her story. Now she had married. She had met Luis in the Dominican Republic. Married him. Turned out horribly. Um, he left and he's now remarried to somebody else. And I think he lives in like New Jersey. Um, she, we saw some of this on the single life where she was dating this guy, Kelly, who is a New York police detective and that they seem to be going well. Um, and then we see a little bit of Cynthia. So we see one of the things we see is Molly house hunting, because I guess he's going to, Kelly's going to move down there to Georgia and wants to have a house where she hasn't, lived in it previously with another man fair um so we have her house hunting because she's showing him you know hey look look what i'm doing for us um that house now i'm not a live out in the country person but having a house that big with that much space and a pond and a pool and all that stuff like i would die um i love it in in a good way because all that is like amazing um what i found interesting about this segment was the segment where molly and cynthia went to the shaman shaman tom or whatever his name was and she was like clearing a bunch of like energy and junk from her now a lot of people like oh this is woo this is whatever now i kind of i buy into this stuff um i have a spirit crystal healer who has done similar work with me (laughs) and um it's to me that shit's real like i felt like all of the stuff that you see with Cynthia and Molly and him doing this like spirit stuff on her. And she's like physically feeling effects from what he's doing. I've had that with my crystal healer. So believe it, don't believe it, whatever I buy into it. So I found this, this fascinating of her clearing her energy and I really liked it. Like, I like that she's doing that. Like she had all this gross stuff, you know, with exes and all this stuff. And you need to kind of do a good cleanse and clear your chakras. And I, like that i do meditation to clear my chakras and balance them and things like that so i really liked that seeing this now i mean i like anything about like the cleansing of chakras i think that's all good okay all right it's all great yeah and, and they're for people they were talking about how good they felt afterwards and and i agree so find yourself a spirit healer or um <laughs> you know get yourself some some crystals and clean your clear your chakras and all, all that the stuff. crystals all the all crystals. All I have a whole crystals. thing over it. Just behind. fucking put them all over your body. All over my, yeah, I've got them over my shoulder here in the one of oh my. Oh boy. Somewhere. They have those crystals too. Yeah. I don't know um, if Danielle's selling those or not, but. No, I don't think Danielle's selling. We'll get to her. <laughs> we'll get to Danielle in um, the next episode. Yeah. Hey, fraudcasters. I'm here to talk about Factor Meals again. Yes, I love my Factor Meals. That's factormeals.com slash broadcast50. Get started on your resolutions with Factor so you are ready for the new year. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, the prep work, the cooking fatigue, all of that nonsense. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. 
Not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions for when I'm too busy to cook and frankly just don't want to cook, they also help me stay on top of my goals. With their offerings like Protein Plus and Keto, I can stay on track. This is definitely going to come in handy for my New Year goals and they can help you too. Factor has everything I need for a week of flavorful, completely nutritious eats. In addition to the ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, which is what I love, veggie sides, and way more to keep me energized during this kind of a frantic time. Head to factormeals.com slash broadcast50 and use code broadcast50 to get 50% off. That's code broadcast50 at factormeals.com slash broadcast50 to get 50% off. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear, but not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, the broadcast in the dropdown menu that follows. So, so I don't know. I really like seeing this. I like seeing the update on Molly. Um, I know there's some people who really like her. A lot of people really like Molly. And then I know there's some people that don't, that aren't fans of that. And that's, you know, that's fine. Um, but I liked seeing what she was doing. Like it was all positive stuff. Like she's trying to do good things with her relationship, you know, um, including him in the house hunting. She's, she's, you know, they're doing good things. And it's nice to see something that's not completely dysfunctional. So I really enjoyed the Molly segment. Um, and I want to see her developing her relationship with Kelly and them buying a house and then moving down there from New York and all this stuff. I want to see that. So um, I look forward to seeing more. I hopefully on diaries, if not on Instagram. Now we've had the next segment was actually a really pretty big one. And this is Dean and Regine. Now, Dean is the brother of Tariq, of Tariq and Hazel. Dean was never on his own season. Dean did pillow talk with Tariq until they both had too big of egos and blew up at each other. And now they're not speaking. Um, we saw some recaps of them on um, Bears All when that was a thing. We talked about it. Um, now, what the issue is with Dean is Dean had met a girl, this girl, Regine, in the Philippines. And he went there to go visit her and he ended up staying there and he lives there now. Um, Regine is pregnant and we see her in this segment, we see her ultimately give birth. Now, this whole thing I thought was interesting on a variety of levels. They show him them going, you know, it's COVID. This is very strict COVID. They won't let him into the appointment even with her mm -hmm. when she goes to the OBGYN. 
she ends up having really high blood pressure and they talk about, oh, we're going to have to have a C-section and you're going to have to deliver early. The other part that we see through them navigating this healthcare issue, because there were some issues with that, we see them throw a baby shower. Um, now, what was interesting to me about this is the way Dean like was so, he is so inclusive of the culture there. He actually speaks some Tagalog um, to her family that's coming over. He, you know, they have all this food and they see him in, totally embracing and sort of enmeshing in the culture, which is not something that we always see with 90 day couples. We see like the, the American, I'm American and not learning the language and critiquing the food and not sort of absorbing the culture. Um, it's, it was nice. To, it's nice to see that with the, like, you know what I mean? It's interesting to see him off of Pillow Talk. I think everyone was kind of, um, I think everyone talked about that because during the quarantine specials, I think, I think. We saw him. I think yeah. we did see him. Yeah. But did he announce that they were pregnant then? Or was I don't it remember on the Bears was, All? It might've been on the Bears All. I think it was the Bears All that they said they were pregnant. So like all this happened so long ago. That's why it was so like quarantine, you know, heavy. Um, and this is the same time that they were trying to bond him back with Tariq. Because he told him that he was having a baby. Right. And Tariq was like, well, let me know when it's born. Like, I really want to be a part of this, but not enough to be like right. my ego aside. Those and, two. Yeah. Yeah. That um, whole thing. Because <laughs> they, blo <laughs> they blocked each other and it was a whole thing. Right. So they kind of had like their mini birth special for that episode. Um, I think that actually took up a really good chunk of the episode. Um Yeah. Now, because they would, they did a couple of appointments and then she got told, oh, we have to deliver. And but the problem, there was something, there was an issue with the Philippines was only doing like COVID testing every other day and they didn't have it in the right window to get, but she had to go to the hospital to schedule a seat to go do her C-section because her blood pressure is too high. Now there, I don't know anything about their healthcare system, but um apparently her her needing to find a hospital to do this is not like that seems different than ours right like we have a doctor who has privileges at a certain hospital and you decide all that figure all that out early in your pregnancy i don't know what it is there but he was complaining about this issue this issue that they were having um finding somewhere that would do the c-section without her having the covid testing in the appropriate window and they were on the phone being like she this is an emergency she's got high blood pressure she has to have this why can't we do another test or something like that but the comment that he made was <clears throat> this would never happen in america and i was like yeah because it would probably be a lot worse because our healthcare system is a fucking mess <laughs> so um you know, that was a little window of no America, you know, America, you know. Um, but they have the baby. Yes, they baby do. Baby Martian, Marshawn, not Marshawn Lynch. Martian, baby Martian. Marshawn, <laughs> oh my God, baby Martian. Marshawn is the baby's name. <laughs> so she ends up having the baby, you know, little adorable baby and no word on whether he um, messaged Tariq about it or not. I don't know. What are your thoughts on on them? On him messaging Tariq about it? No, just the whole like 
healthcare and baby having the baby and did you like do you like them do you like them together like I don't like being yeah. I don't like any of them. <laughs> I am that person too. I don't like any of them. Dean drives me fucking nuts, but not as much as Tariq. So I guess I like their story more, a little <laughs> less pretentious. I think it's sweet that he found love though. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he did have a baby. I think that it was time for him to, to get an experience that on his own. So I'm re- like really happy that he has that, but just... Okay. Fair enough. You know, the healthcare stuff. Yeah, that's that's what it is. That is what it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be different. So, yeah. No um, Russian, you know, chamber, but. Oh, my God. The Russian is insane asylum. Where, I know. I'm like, where? I'm just surprised they didn't try to. See, this is the thing, though, because TLC isn't there to film it. They can't spin it to be some, like, crazy prison type hospital ward where they right. put her in the central fugue central fugal machine to extract the baby do you remember that from like the 40s they thought they could spin the baby out oh my god (laughs) like centrifuge (laughs) they literally like strapped them up and were like okay we can spin you fast enough until the baby comes out and then it gets caught in the net like this is okay healthcare okay so we want to talk about healthcare (laughs) i think we have gotten somewhere it's true we did yeah okay um, they didn't let him in the, in the, the room for the surgery, you know, cause COVID and all that stuff. What I, what it was weird too, though, that they said it might be a couple of hours. C-sections are not a couple hours. So either something else is happening. They are doing centrifuge and that takes a couple hours. I don't know. Or he's just being a boy and you know how men don't hear details. Well, you know, well, he's probably panicking. Cause I mean. Yeah. You you don't you don't hear details well either when you're like oh my god it's happening it's happening yeah or you know your your what your wife did they get married I can't remember ooh I don't know <laughs> did they even gotten married or is he just living so. there okay he's living there I'm not sure uh, yeah you know from what I know I think they would have had a special for that if they did so probably. They were I mean, every he, fucking he, thing. He has no, they don't have any intention of like moving to the US or anything anytime soon. Doesn't appear so. No, I, mean, I think that he he's happy there. Is happy there and wants to be there. Like, I yeah. think his his move there was intentionally like find Zen or something like yeah, that. So he's, he's really, he really likes it. And yeah, he's yeah, very much like into the culture and such. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which is funny because when the, we first were introduced to Dean, it was on Tariq's first season and, and Dean came to visit. Um, and was like giving him shit about finding love in the Philippines. And then he himself found love in the Philippines and fell in love with the culture and the food and the people and everything. So I thought that was funny. Um, speaking of Russian hospitals, the next couple we have is Olga and Stephen. Now, when we originally saw Olga and Stephen, so they met, he lives in Maryland, kind of near me. And he was in Ocean City, um, which is like a resort town. And Olga was there on some kind of work, temporary work visa. And that's how they met. Um, and she got pregnant right away. And they, and so their seasons were about, you know, him going to Russia and them getting married and figuring out like, do we, you know, what's our mm-hmm. relationship? And they had their cute little baby. Um, so we've seen them on a, one of the quarantine specials where they show them they're living in a room in like his grandmother's house, which, you know, and he was like delivering pizzas and food and stuff during quarantine. Um, 
but they're they were having issues in their relationship because they didn't have their own space and all of this um and plus you know given the fact of how they got married because they had a baby and would they even have done all that if they hadn't had a baby and all of this stuff but she you know they ended up getting married she came here all of this to have the baby first they show olga talking about how she needs to make a decision about leaving about separating from steven and Mm -hmm. um they show her getting her driver's license which is Mm -hmm. good that she passes that um and and then we know from their instagram stuff that they have in fact split up um relationship wise but i think we still get posts uh like she's still living here and everything she did say if if necessary she'll go russia (laughs) and bring baby alex with her but it from everything i can tell they're all and from what we see on this diaries they're still living in maryland now i don't you know it appears that they're not together as a couple but it looks like they're co-parenting pretty well and then so they talk about her leaving but then steven's talking about having this like commercial van converted into like a tiny home and them driving around the united states um i mean yeah (laughs) okay people do it (laughs) It's your own space, I guess. Yeah. Um, people people do do it. Um, there's one girl on Instagram, I think, that like has a whole... In, Instagram is based on her driving around in this van. Like She's got a oh. bathtub in it. Oh, she's wow. Everything inside this van, so she doesn't have to actually live anywhere. She just parks it and oh, goes I think about I've seen that. Does she have a TikTok account? Probably. Everyone's I think ma- I've seen account. a girl living in her van on yeah, TikTok. That, that, that's good clickbait, you know. Watch me yeah. take a bath in my van. Right, right. Watch, watch me. me. This is while how I, live. I take a bath in my van. Right. You know, so. This is me studying because she was going to school or something like that. Right. Um, yeah, it's a different version of like the tiny you home. And it's yeah, and it's something you want to do. You don't have to pay rent, mortgage. You just gotta. I could sure do. I could do a tiny home. Area. I could do a tiny home if it wasn't if I didn't have kids and you know i have two i think i i mean i have my dogs and i have the cat so i don't know that i could do all of that in a tiny home but if it was just me like if that was a thing back in the day when i was single and i was just like trying to save money and you know doing all that and i was working going to school or whatever like i could do a tiny home um they seem pretty cool like they can be built in ways that are kind of amazing you know um so I could do it if it was just me. Uh, I don't know with them too and their kid who's growing up. Like, I don't know how people like that do it, but at least it's their own space, I guess. So, um, you know, they're they're interesting to follow too because I like, again, seeing the, the realism, the, you know, realistic, what is really happening with these people and not necessarily like, okay, let's follow you on happily ever after and see all the drama. Like there doesn't appear to be drama with them. It's just like, okay, let's see what's happening, which I liked. Um, and that's it. That's all we saw on this first episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
So what do you think of, I, I mean, we can go through the, the couples and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. what do you think of the series and where it sits? Like it's on the app. Do you I, think okay. that this is just extra or do you think it's actually valuable for people? Like how many people are drawing value from the series? I find, I personally am finding value from the series. Now, having watched a couple of episodes and we'll do another episode talking about episode two. So we'll get into all that. But um, I like it because again, and this is what I talked about, about why I like Love and Paradise, right? It's you're, it's the people's stories. It's their genuine stories. What you have said about it's them filming it themselves. So you don't have as much TLC spin on it. You don't have these produced scenes um, necessarily. You don't have them really recreating scenes over and over. Like let's stage this fight again. Um, you just see them and follow them doing what they're doing. Like it's kind of like following them on Instagram, but but more deep right like you get to see their real lives and you see whatever it is that there is like you know we had this huge segment on on Dean and Regine but we had a much smaller segment on like Tom and Mariah right um so you don't have like them drawing out these scenes but you get to see what's happening you know like stuff like that said, it's compo- just a touch point of where they are and some yeah. people have a lot to tell and some people don't have a lot to tell like yeah some so, people are just re-upping their contract and yeah, you know. yeah. and uh TLC is re-upping their NDAs. Um but again, you since you're not trying to fit these people into a box, like what we see, what we hate so much about Happily Ever After is you have like this family Libby in this RV on this never-ending trip, and it's the same argument they've been having for six seasons. Um, because they're trying to make it an episode out of it. And, and right. with diaries, they don't do that. They, they, here's what we have and just follow it, you know? Um, I, I'm i excited. I haven't seen all of them the way you have. I, I've seen some of them. And I'm kind of excited to go and see the other ones because, I, you know, I, I don't have to like... And if it's a couple that I'm not interested in, I don't necessarily, I can fast forward through it or whatever. You can totally skip it, yeah. Or zone out on it and stuff, which I did on one of the couples on the next episode. Um, But I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, You know, even with being couples that I don't necessarily like, you know, like, but I can find, I can get entertainment from it. And, and it's, it's, it's the anti TLC production stuff. Everything that we don't like about the TLC stuff on the 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 network, we don't have on Diaries. It's just them, and we. It's like we just want to see what they're doing. We want to see their stories. We want to see, like, the real stuff between them is entertaining. We don't need it to be this big production argument scene, like Mike and Natalie re-arguing about. You know, your mom called me a hooker. We, you know, we don't have that. And which, the, you know, if you want that drama, you could, you could have that. But Diaries isn't that. And so, um, yeah. That's my thought. Yeah, I think it's good. I have, I have the same feeling. Like I wasn't going to watch it, but <laughs> then I saw one episode. I was like, all right, fine, it's fine, it's okay. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like there's landmines in this series for me just because of who I am and who I mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But those are easily parts that I can just skip. Right. I do so. see an upcoming episode of um, 
Akini coming to Kenya. I mean, leaving Kenya. So leaving yeah, Kenya, yeah. leaving Kenya. So we get, we'll see some of that. Um, I know. And we it's get airing. To, look at, look, it's airing in August. Is it? Right. It's, it's August now, July. Oh shit. Yeah, it is August. Fuck. Yeah. Where did the summer go? Like it's not tea. I don't think. But no. Like, this shit happened a while ago. Yeah. I mean, and we like, know from the, we know from like everybody's Instagrams, like we this know shit that happened a while ago. Yeah. So I'm we, like, we know that, um, you know, Stephen and Olga broke up, but seeing it happen, the recording of it is like, oh, okay, cool. So this is how it happened. This is the backstory to it. You know, we know Dean and Regine had the baby. Okay. So this is the, the story surrounding that. Um, so yeah i mean i'm excited to see more of at least some you know most of these people um also because i don't have to have it forced down my throat in a produced way um it's just them being genuine and and, and sort of authentic which yeah. is it's what i with their ipads yeah and it's much better because honestly like and i'm just speaking from my own experience and 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 seeing if it doesn't work for them, they just, the producers are just kind of like, we got to cut it out then. Cause that didn't work, you know? Uh, so it's not like they can make them redo a scene or mm-hmm. force them to keep redoing things. I mean, maybe yeah. it's just, maybe if it's just, they want to, but you know, a lot of these moments are caught and they're not happening again. You can't, you know? Yeah. And that's, it's the authenticness of it. It, it gives, it reminds me of the early days of 90 day. Right. And that's part of what a, we're, we're seeing sort of a hybrid of it on Par- love and paradise where it does seem more real and, and you're seeing more from these couples, but you're, you are seeing some production stuff because it is like an actual like show versus, Oh, here we're, we're selling it as here's snippets of their, their diaries. You know, it's them filming it. It's them giving you their story versus TLC recording it and producing it, producing their story. So um, I enjoy that. Um, That's uh, season two, episode one of Diaries. And um, yeah, so if you guys are watching it, which I understand a lot of you are, um, come come talk about it in, in the in the comments when i when i post the episode let's talk about diaries okay let's do it um yeah so we'll be back with um season two episode two Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. 
plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.